just need to get away from it all. That you need an escape. <laughs> to walk away from this life and to step out into a whole new world, new universe, new time. If so, these movies are going to be right up your alley. We're talking about... No. I'm sold. Uh, Trout, sign me up. <laughs> We're talking about movies that are an escape from reality, where people are kind of stepping away from what their, their usual is and escaping. So we have four films that we're going to cover. They are, in no particular order, The Truman Show, Stardust, Inception, and Free Guy. Or Free Guy, if you want your inflection placed differently. Free Guy? <laughs> Oh. Free guy. Yeah. <laughs> Emphasis can go all over the place. <laughs> um, so four movies, all very different. Um, let's talk about weeks and fleeks. We'll start with our week. Katrina, which reality did you hate the most? First, <laughs> can I just say, I have looked forward to this podcast all season. I mm. love this topic. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I am pleased as punch. Um, and this makes the week that I'm about to declare kind of a gut punch for me. Mm. I don't like them all. Um, but I'm going to name my week as Free Guy. Me too. Oh, wait. I am surprised. <laughs> I am surprised at this. Okay. <clears throat> I uh, I also found Free Guy upon examination to be the weakest. Yeah. So go ahead. You tell me why you felt like it did not cut the cheese. Why it did not? Uh... <laughs> or maybe it did cut the cheese. Maybe it did. I okay. So it was a little weaker in that it borrowed characters and lines from other successful franchises. Yes. And those were delightful moments, but they were mm -hmm. borrowed. Yes. <clears throat> I mean, hello, there's Taika Waititi in there. I mean, mm -hmm. he, in, like, in itself, is it was like this whole personality that he comes in and immediately it's like, hello, grab. Um, <clears throat> there were also surprisingly a lot of moments of emptiness, which is crazy considering, like, the visual stimulation and the plot line that is actually interesting in Hello, it's a movie led by Ryan Reynolds, who is, hello, Ryan Reynolds. Um, but I just think comparatively with the other three films, it's like this. I'm thinking like the other three are like these hearty, rich, uh, soul-nourishing meals that are going to keep you alive. You know, they're going to they're right. feed your soul and your belly. And this one is a slushy. And mm -hmm. don't get me wrong, I love slush. I legit love slushies, especially if it's a Dr. Pepper. Slushie. <laughs> <laughs> legit love slushies. But um comparatively, it just doesn't it doesn't rank as high for me. <clears throat> right. There's too there's too many of those moments of, of emptiness. But I will say. I, I said Taika Waititi kind of in a flippant way, but it has Taika Waititi. It has Joe Keery, Jodie Comer. Jodie Comer is like super hot right now. She's about to be in a, a film with my boy. 
coming out in December. Did you know that? I did. Bike riders. <laughs> yes. Tom Hardy so I'm like, is in there as well. I'm, I'm waiting with bated breath. <laughs> yes. Um, now that the right the actor strike is over, some of these movies and stuff might actually come out. Right. They can, keeping, and they can actually be spoken delayed. of. Yes. Ugh. Yeah, like we can we Your can other boy Timothy Chalamet, you know, doing his SNL promo talking about it over and over again. <laughs> uh, now that he can. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um yeah, I don't disagree with anything you've said. Um it's light, it's fun, it's breezy, but it's also about a video game, right? And like most of it exists in that world. And no matter how um, much you like Ryan Reynolds and no matter how invested you are, I don't, I could not personally experience a level of investment that would have made it anywhere near the other films because it's about a video game. And even though the character's AI and self-aware or whatever, eh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it is exactly, I think what it's meant to be, which is like a breezy, fun, light thing. And it's got all kinds of winks. You know, you talked about mm. quotes that are taken, Chris Evans, you know, yelling at the, right. at his phone. Um, you know, uh, the bank robber is voiced by Dwayne, the rock Johnson. One of the other characters is voiced by Hugh Jackman. Taika Waititi was in him with Green Lantern. Like there's so many winks and digs at himself at other people. And mm -hmm. and it's fun for that. And it's it's got all these little things you can kind of pick up on and, and enjoy for what they are. But ultimately, yes, it's a slushy. It's, it's you know, it's... It's a snack, uh, but not a healthy one. It's it's a yeah, yeah. It, it's nice. I, I two things from what from what you said, and I forgot to mention, it's a slushy. Like the whole body of the film is the is the ice. The Dr Pepper syrup is the reveal at the end. The Joe Curious character loves the Joe right. Palmer character. The oh, that is such a great moment. Oh. That is the syrup. It's that's a really good payoff. Yeah. Right there. That's and really, it certainly really allows the awkwardness of wait, she's hooking up with a AI to kind of get. Oh, okay, this is why oh, this he is feels so... the way that he feels. Okay, he's programmed that way, but this guy actually yeah. does love her. Yeah. Well, speaking of AI, so I've never ever used Chat GPT ever. And mm. it's like on moral principle. <laughs> I just think it's a slippery slope. Like I use Google enough as it is. It was pretty, pretty dang close. Um, but he's a middleman per se. We were talking about AI. Anyway, we thought it'd be funny to type in, hey, out of these four films, which one is, which one ranks the highest? Which one ranks the lowest? Interesting. In AI... <laughs> said that free guy ranked the lowest oh. which up until uh that point i was gonna have to say stardust because there's some technical things in stardust but i ended up not naming Stardust because i just love the storyline so much and I, I love it like i love how it feels and there were just you know other things that i've already named about free guy 
But I was, I realized, oh my gosh, that AI is right. It is free guy. That's the weakest. So basically what you're saying is that we are irrelevant <laughs> and that if someone were to just put the information into the chat, GTP, that they would get the same conclusion. <laughs> That's saying, great. But no, no, no. But then I put in, I put in something else and it was completely wrong. And I was like, no, mm. you just invalidated yourself. But anyway, I thought that was pretty interesting that it named um, free guy as the weakest. It it went after one of the. It, it didn't, it, you know, like it didn't name any reasons. I, you know, like <laughs> I came up with the reasons that I said that was not AI. Mm. Um, but, but anyway, that that was pretty funny. And my first foray with AI is was to see what it would say about weekend on fleek, and and funnily enough, ChatGPT totally knew that we were ran weekend on fleek. <laughs> It's Jeez. like what is what is Weekend on Fleek? That's that's it's a not podcast scary at by all. Richard and Katrina where they rank, well, you know, just the stuff that's listed. On Thanks for putting him in on our radar, man. <laughs> now, no, this is now a, he's after there's us. There's a drone over both of our houses. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe if we our viewership goes up like exponentially, we'll we'll know it's just a bunch of AI <laughs> listening. Hey, thanks, AI. Thanks, Wobots. <laughs> Robots can be great. Yeah. <laughs> Say we to our robot overlords. Um, okay. Now that we've talked about free guy. And AI. Or free guy. Um, let's let's talk about your fleek. So what's the fleeky fleek? What's tops for you? Inception. Inception. Could it ever not have been? Were you expecting anything different? <laughs> well, and no, I said the same thing. <laughs> oh, nice. Inception yeah. has been my on fleek since 2010. Let's be clear. When it came yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, it's so well, it's just so good. Top to bottom. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and I will say this. It's my favorite Leonardo DiCaprio movie and Me my too. favorite Leonardo DiCaprio role. Mm -hmm. um, I've never liked him better than I liked him in this movie. Mm. Um, and Tom Hardy for me. Not for me, but I understand it. I know you like. You've got to dream bigger, darling. <laughs> but he he did a nice little something something in Inception. He, he does. That character could have been very generic. And he he like he worked it stand in. Out. He was he yeah. was he was very charming. Yep. There was something about him. There was something about everybody. I felt like yeah. Um, Chief among know, them was Christopher Nolan. Oh my gosh, yeah. just and Hans Zimmer. Oh my gosh. Oh I mean, yeah, the Hans Zimmer score is beautiful, and it, you, know, you got your little Michael Caine sprinkled in there. Even I mean, oof, this one in Dune, like right next to each other. Mm. Uh, I mean, like seriously, as I'm waiting for for uh, the video to pull up, my my eyes are closed and I'm listening to the Inception score in my brain, like it's playing in my brain. I'm like, oh my gosh, that score! And I literally said that out loud. <laughs> this, this is the effect it has on that score. I th I think what from I mean, there's an emotional component to this movie, which is nice. The mm -hmm. you know the the thread between uh, 
uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character and his wife and his kids and that whole situation and the awfulness there is the emotional core. And so it's great that it has that. But mm -hmm. it also has very tight interior logic to what could have been an absolutely bonkers premise. Oh, yeah. Sure. Um, and I love, love, love when a movie is well thought out enough that it has its own interior logic that can stand up to muster. So, so many movies you think they're good or you think they're clever and then you think about them and they fall apart mm -hmm. quite quickly. But this, you can watch it again and again and its own logic holds up. There, There's not some massive loophole where you're going, oh, well, why didn't you just do this? Or, you know, whatever. So that thought that goes into crafting these and I think that that's something that he that Christopher Nolan is great at is taking his time to make sure that he's thought it all through so that when you get to the end, you go, OK, that made sense. That holds together, even on things where maybe it's a little colder and I feel like his emotion is not quite as strong. Um, he always has that interior logic. But this one's great because it's got both. It's got oh. the feelings and it's got the logic and and you've got even Cillian Murphy and and his whole situation with his father and and that is an emotional thread that mm -hmm. is also touching and sad and powerful. and, yeah. and, powerful. and it's it's all, and then you have this really cool and unique action that goes through the i mean it's all there it's um, all this we yeah. you know, we've talked about Nolan a lot and yeah. I mean I don't think we could ever talk to him talk about him enough. I really wish I was Christopher Nolan's friend. No joke cuz you know he, he treats he treats people like I don't know like like you said like he's he's just he's gifted at thinking things through and from all these perspectives and that emotional shorthand we've talked about with him how yeah. he can he can make ensembles work and um i just would love to get inside his head and like ask him all these questions you just watch him work because he has thought of everything out um in preparation for this podcast i watched this this thing and talked about the technical aspect of inception design and what he had been thinking and um I watched this thing that talked about the the fight sequence in the hallway of the hotel mm -hmm. and um, into the, the rooms of the, of the hotel. So they, they built like these different sets. One was like a vertical hallway that stood mm -hmm. straight up. And so not only did they have to design that kind of a hallway, but then they had to design what kind of camera could do that kind of work where you could get the anti-gravity feel. There was that. And then they did like two sets up like uh, the hallway set and then the room set that would spin all the way around to get um the the weird angles angles right. and there was two cameras and and those ones just crazy and richard this is a movie with all practical effects yep the the only cgi that was there in that sequence was when they went through and erased the harnesses on the people when they did right. when they shot it like that this is incredible. And mm -hmm. the the people he got around him, like the designers, the 
the director of photography, the designers, like the, with the clothing and stuff to make it look like, like not that gravity has an effect. Like it, and it looks natural as they're flying. Right. I'm like, I can't even speak. I'm tripping over my tongue because I'm so excited. <laughs> His world building is incredible. Yeah. I mean, you were what you were talking about, um, how he was able to do these things so well and have this interior logic. It reminded me of like J.K. Rowling with Harry, Harry Potter or Tolkien with Lord of the Rings, how the the world is built. Right. You gotta you gotta pay it some respect because um Harry Potter is a seven book series. If you look at the movies and Lord of the Rings is massive, massive book. And there's all this lore behind it. And you get into the world, you get sucked in people love those worlds. Christopher Nolan has a much shorter, (laughs) you know, like window Mm -hmm. of time, but he still creates these worlds. I mean, he did it with Batman. He did it with, he did it with Inception also and uh, some, you know, some other ones that we've talked about before, but how can it be anything else? Also, dude, it won all these Oscars, cinematography, won sound editing, sound mixing, and visual effects, and all of those well-earned. Yes. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I think we both praised this movie and we could praise it some more. It's, it's yeah. fantastic. And if you're listening to this podcast and you have not watched this film yet, please change your life, make better choices and go watch it. Um, yeah, and call, call me up. I'll watch it with you. Right. I'm so happy to <laughs> like, it's, it's a, it's a triumphant film. It really is. It's there's, I can't think of any, I can't think of anything to ding it on right like structurally it's it's masterful it really is so let's spare uh, a a thought or two for our other friends um (laughs) and uh let's talk about stardust and the truman show which is my number two is stardust and my number three is truman i know that's flip-flopped for you how do you know Um, that because you told me. Oh, oh, I did say that, didn't I? <laughs> and you have good interior logic. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I I really enjoy um, <clears throat> Stardust. I like the Neil Gaiman um, humor yeah. and the whimsy and the bonkers weird way that he puts stories together. And I felt like this movie very was totally very Neil Gaiman. Mm. Um, and I, I liked that. Tone. And that's, that's why I was like, I can't, I can't put that at the bottom. The tone is great. Yeah. I, I um, think <laughs> Charlie Cox and Claire Danes as romantic leads were great. I, mm. I'm a big Charlie Cox fan. Um, Daredevil. Uh-huh. alone. I shall only briefly mention television, <laughs> but it's okay i won't give you a hard time i i oh (laughs) i love it fantastic anyway moving on those the two of them have great chemistry i feel like the cast is great michelle pfeiffer is a wonderfully diabolical nasty self-absorbed person and she does so great with it and now i'm offended because Rich Rich said that I yes, reminded I knew him this of was Michelle Pfeiffer up. earlier. 
if you look at Katrina's face and you look at Michelle Pfeiffer's face, there's something in the structure we that is similar. Nothing. <laughs> there's a similarity in the structure. So please reach out to myself and Katrina only to validate this opinion. Um, but anyway, she does a great job in this. Um, you know, every everybody top to bottom, I feel like cast wise, you know, it was a lot of fun. You have Ian McKellen narrating. How can you go wrong there? Um, right. You know, the, it's I I enjoy Hero this tool. movie um, a lot, and and I like the very um, the the fact that there's a wall, and past the wall is another world, and there's no need to explain it. There's no need to like you know right. we don't need a ton of exposition we just mm -hmm. need to know that it's there that it's a device and it works and i think sometimes especially in modern filmmaking there's a propensity to oh well let me explain to you how this works and why this works and and blah 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 blah. and sometimes you just let a device be a device um especially giving you a, a clap in my hands because you're absolutely <laughs> right Modern so, films have too much exposition. So yeah, I I enjoy this movie. It's not as good as Inception, obviously, but um, it's a lot of fun and it's it's got a off kilter sense of humor that I enjoy, and um, yeah, I like it. It's a it's at times a bit CGI heavy, and the CGI is well, it's CGI. It ages and often not well, sure. but by and large, some, uh, it's a lot of fun. There's some technical flaws. There, there's a um, a scene where Michelle Pfeiffer is not aged appropriately after the magic that she has done, mm. <clears throat> and I always go back to think about that one, <clears throat> which is why I was going to put it at the bottom. Then I realized I was wrong. I thought you were going to put it there because Henry Cavill is in it. Oh right, right. <laughs> yeah, he, he he was like pretty unrecognizable though. Yeah, Let's super see. young. Yeah, and like blonde. Yeah. Yeah, threw me anyway. off my game. <laughs> so you, so you felt a disturbance, but you couldn't figure out from where. Disturbance in the force, right? <laughs> okay. But Any other comments on uh, on old Stardust? I, I like it a lot. I, I think you're right using the word bonkers and it's really dark, mm -hmm. but, um, but in a winky, like but in a winky way. Yeah. And so you, you take it and yeah. it's the kind of dark that you need to experience every mm -hmm. once in a while to help you understand how things work. I don't know if that, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. But just like, I mean, you know, obviously what's right and wrong. This, this is wrong, but I don't know. It just gives you an opportunity to have some interesting experiences. This is going to sound insulting and perhaps I mean it as such, <laughs> but it's like a more intelligent, thoughtful Tim Burton. It's like the Tim Burton to me, oftentimes his tone is a veneer without as much underneath it and this has some some i feel like there's more depth to the to the dark and more nuance to it Do you hear as what opposed, I said? 
except for Wednesday. No. Wednesday is so good. Except, and be, yeah. And but Wednesday, juice. we can attribute that to other people. And Beetlejuice. Oh, that's Mr. true. Burton. And um, over scissor hands. <laughs> I feel like we're going to get lost in the woods here. So, uh, let me... Uh, it's definitely more thoughtful than Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> I liked that one. Or Willy Wonka. Okay, oh, yeah. I didn't like that. One. All right, all right. <laughs> anyway, you finally got me. You finally got me. So Stardust is good. Stardust. I like is Stardust. Good. Truman Show. Oh man, that was a brilliant one too. Brilliant. It's, it's one but, I always forget about. Yeah. Until I until I see it, and. It's different. It's different than these other three. Definitely. And it it's talks about so much. It's very prescient mm -hmm. in that it, it's bringing up a lot of stuff that at the time really wasn't a, as prevalent. Like right. reality television wasn't really as much of a thing. And, mm -hmm. and you know, just the, the corporatized nature of things. And it was really, it's very interesting it's a hard watch in a way <coughs> like you know knowing like that he was an unwanted pregnancy that the the studio adopted and like how awful that is but then you go oh but wait child actors you know how far of a step removed were are some of them from from that experience fair um, you know, and there's, it's exaggerated, it's heightened, but there's a lot to this that is like, or, you know, whenever I see a movie star doing like a press junket and I hear the words that are coming out of their mouth, I think, how much of this is scripted? Mm. Like, how much of this did you go mm. over with a producer or with, you know, a publicist or with somebody? And what do and, you actually and, think? Right. You know, and this is all coming off as warm and genuine. And this is the best movie I've ever made, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, six months later, they're like, yeah, that wasn't so great. And you're like, oh, OK, so that's what you really thought. Got it. So should we wait a year before we see films? <laughs> Can they release, re-release them a year after they came out? Yeah. Once we get the honest opinion of the people who were involved. Yeah. Um. So but. Everything from, I mean, Ed Harris is a man in this film who so desperately wants to be God. Mm -hmm. And it's frightening. Like the the level of creepiness that's oh, there. Sure. Uh, and, you know, Jim Carrey is embracing playing a, a part that is not really comedic. And I think a lot of people assumed that this was a comedy when they went to go see it. Hmm. Only to discover that, Probably. well, this is not not really comedic much at all. We all know. In fact, it's highly disturbing. Yeah. It's an unsettling film, but at the same time, I feel like it, it points at things that are, are good for us to stare in the face. Right. Exactly. Like, I love the fact that when he walked off and left, that people just changed the channel. Right. <laughs> They're like, okay, you know, what else is on? Where's the TV guide? Yeah. Dated. <laughs> Very. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's that same concept of, 
oh, I love this. I love this. Oh, I adore this. Oh, it's done. Okay, well, I'll move on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. um, it's so you know. fast. Yeah. yeah. It's brilliant. It, and because of the questions, because of its nature of a film depicting like a reality TV show, basically, it's almost without fault. I mean, what would you fault it on? Right. I mean, I think it, I think it nailed its tone. I thought it I was really well done. And bravo to Jim Carrey. Yeah. Not, I mean, like you said, it's it's unpleasant because when you when you start to like unpack it and you go, okay, he's married to her, and she's clearly doesn't doesn't like him and. <laughs> And it's like, <laughs> what uh, th does she get days off? Yes. <laughs> you know, what is she getting paid to do this? At what point is she going to get killed off so she can go have a life? Right. I mean, you know, it's just. Tune in next week, Richard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, did, just, isn't that, wasn't that what clued him in is he saw a ring on her finger or something like that at some point in the, the show? I feel like he did. He I saw can't. a ring on her finger. It's like, where's that? Yeah, where that ring yeah, come from? But yeah, it's fascinating stuff. So, uh, let's see. So four movies, all very different. But what are we gonna rank them? Like uh, we, something that escapes, of, like uh, ten parachutes. Uh, uh, something like a a roach from a trap. <laughs> oh, something that escapes, something not a that device escapes. that allows you to escape. An escape hatch. There we go. There you go. I said roaches. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with an escape hatch. I feel like if I give something ten roaches, I'm I'm not saying anything good about it. Right, and these films we love, and I'm so excited that we got to do this. Yeah. So out of uh, 10 escape hatches, what are you giving these four films? I'm going to go 10. Oh. Boom. Wow. I'm going to go with a nine. A good, go a, a good high, a high nine. <laughs> right. Good with some room nine. to grow, fine. But it's Inception. Oh, Inception's 10. You can't touch Inception. <laughs> and Hans Zimmer. And Stardust Tone. And Truman Show's Questions. And Free Guys Slushy. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that we would safely say watch all of these. Um, if you I haven't see. seen any of them, watch them. But yeah. definitely, definitely Inception. And I would say Stardust provided you're ready for that tone that 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 dark but yeah it's not tone. for everyone it's not for yeah everyone. that's that that might be a a tough sell for those of you who it's it's hard things it's hard things but it's it's absolutely